Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed, but they can help us all to grow. In each episode, we spend some time catching up. We share something we've loved recently, whether it be a podcast, a book, a TV show, or something else entirely. And then we go on to discuss a topic that we think is really relevant to right now. The sort of things a lot of us are often thinking about, but maybe aren't having the conversation about. And we want to open up that conversation and we want to hear from you too. So please do get in touch with us on the details that are in the show notes. How are you, my love? Hi, I'm good. I'm better, finally. So yay in my head my 2023 started on monday that's what i'm that. telling myself this is, it's never this too is late. my new year exactly exactly and soccer it is snowing here in split right now that's Bizarre. wild that is absolutely but, but you're so close to the water as well like i literally see you go on a beach walk every evening so the fact you have snow is blowing my little mind yeah it's not normal but it's very exciting very excited about it. I realise it is nothing in comparison to how like cold and awful the weather has been in the UK, but kind of miss snow. Kind of do miss it a little bit. Not that we have loads in the UK, but you know, could be it's... could be worse. How yeah. are you? What have you been up to? I'm good, thank you. We finally had some sunshine after like nearly two weeks of solid Yay. rain. So I feel happy and light and all things positive and. This is becoming a bit of a pop culture moment at the beginning of the episode, but we haven't discussed Jacinda Ardern stepping down as Prime Minister from New Zealand. And I am so here for it. I adore her. I want to get your thoughts. I can't believe you've spoken about this. I know. No, I absolutely I I love it. I love how she went about it. I love that how transparent she was. It took the summer to think about it and all of that. I think also I a lot like there was an awful BBC article that I saw that was like can women really have it all oh my Jacinda god Cinder steps down I'm like are you she joking like she, the things that she has achieved in her time as leader through pandemic like terrorist attacks like everything that has gone on while she's been there and you're you're actually still questioning whether she can have it all I reckon there are Tons of world leaders that have stepped down because of the exact same reasons. She, they've just never been as open and honest about it as she has. Yeah, I really, for a start, I really respect that her whole thing was, you, I don't have anything else in the tank and I know what this job requires and I can't do it justice now. And so mm. I'm just going to step down. I love that she stepped down with such grace. And I think it's absolutely horrific that we have had so many prime ministers in the UK in the past few years and none of them have stepped down with the amount of grace that she did. Like, yeah. we've had enough chances, guys. Come on. Um, and I saw that article and I saw some other bits and pieces as well, like that were like, oh, you know, can she have it all? Blah, 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 women in power. And I'm like, but essentially she's saying, I've done this and I've done it for five and a half years and I'm done. Mm-hmm. And why, like, why should she have to stay in? until her party loses or until someone like kicks her out like why why are we not really celebrating I think a lot of people have been but why are we not celebrating the transparency more it felt very on brand for our podcast she was like do you know what I'm burnt out I'm walking away I was like that's the biggest success of your political career I adore her anyway and I think the precedence she has set particularly as a woman 
in such a like position of power has been incredible to have her child in office like all of those things Mm. I really respect the way she's done things differently because I can't imagine the bravery and courage that has taken um and I think this is the perfect end to her like political legacy yeah and also to just point out that I can't I haven't come across any other like political leaders obviously most of whom are male I haven't Mm -hmm. come across anyone creating that comment like that kind of misogynistic commentary like I want to point out that it's all the media like it's all been media articles that are making the like and women have it all kind of, of statements and I think that's exactly it like she's she she would have been like torn down for it by the media either way if she'd have stayed and then lost at the next election it would be like oh is Jacinda getting tired like she had enough and then now she's chosen to take control of the narrative and do what's right for her and her family and it's still like oh she's burnt out she can't have it all like there was never going to be a win either way whereas I think anyone who has any ounce of kind of understanding of how challenging any job can be let alone being the leader of a country yeah appreciates that you very often will hit a point where you're like I just cannot do this to the best of my ability anymore without sacrificing my well-being and also what a responsible thing for a prime minister to say is like I don't have enough in the tank to do this properly anymore and like this job is so serious and important that that isn't something I'm willing to compromise on yeah, can we get more uh, world leaders to take note of that, please? Like, yeah, yeah like, that is so responsible. <laughs> it's like, actually, this is a really important thing and I can't do it anymore, so I'm going to let someone else do it. Like, And I know that um, there have been a few things about how like the people inside New Zealand aren't necessarily as big of a fan of her as like we are outside of New Zealand. And I get that like there's... It's always different, isn't it, when it's your politician for your country. I think it's always very different. But the impact she has had, I think, is felt far further than just um, just like internal politics in New Zealand. And to see other female leaders speaking out as well, like the, I don't know if it's the prime minister or the president of Estonia. And mm. she was on the news just saying like, what she's achieved, what she's done, everything she's set, like, is brilliant and a really good example for women. And I just thought, isn't that lovely in itself? Like, the epitome of women supporting women and being like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think, like, yeah, opinion polls, I think, have dropped for her a bit in New Zealand, but she still won by a landslide vote in re-election in 2020. And I think it's just... It, the. The thing that she was saying about, I want to prove that you can lead and you can lead with kindness and compassion. I think that's such a big thing. Like she has changed the narrative about the kind of person you need to be and the kind of way you need to behave to be in a leadership position. Like I, I hope that it's, I hope that it does leave the legacy that like the way that we see her right now. I also really love how like they, show her husband as being so supportive as well like you always see the politician with the doting wife mm-hmm. um, and like the wife stepping back to allow for his success but it's really great to see how supportive he is of her as well I think that as well so it's a really wonderful example and goes yeah it's not like it does require a team but that team doesn't have to be the guy going out and doing it and the the wife staying home and taking a back seat. 
Yeah, I always remember like early on when she got elected and he was interviewed for something. I'm probably going to really mess up the words for this, but he got asked those very like typical kind of sexist questions that were like, how is it being married to like a working mum? And and he was like, she's not a working mum. She's the prime minister of New Zealand. Like, why are we labelling? Like, most prime ministers are working dads. We don't call them working dads, do they? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I just love that he was very in control of the narrative around it as well. Yeah. But moment of appreciation for the Ardennes. We love yeah. them. Yeah. Anyway. We do. <laughs> do you want to share your recommendation for the week? Yes. My recommendation is a movie called See How They Run. It's on Disney+. Plus. Yes, and I want to see this. It's it's just a really nice, cosy, like winter evening movie. It's about, have you ever seen the Mousetrap theatre show? I haven't. And I know it's the longest running show in the West End. And I must mm-hmm. get told several times a year to go and see it. It, it is really good. I mean, it's it's che- it's a classic whodunit for anyone that doesn't know. And yeah, it's the longest running on the West End. It's one of the longest running theatre shows in history. And the movie See How They Run follows the investigation of a murder that happens on set of the stage show um, in 1950s London. Obviously, this is not true. The, the, the theatre show exists, but there was not someone actually murdered on set. This is all fictional. Um so yeah, it's 1950s London. And it's this worn down detective and his o- over enthusiastic assistant, and they have to solve this murder mystery where everyone in the theatre basically seems to have a motive. And it's just like a classic, entertaining, easy to watch whodunit. Um, that's yeah, if you've you don't have to have seen Mousetrap to understand what's going on. It doesn't even really reference the the movie, but uh, the theatre show rather. But it's yeah, it's really entertaining easy watching definitely recommend if you're looking for a nice movie to watch on disney okay i'm gonna make sure i watch that because when it came out i wanted to go to the cinema and i just never got there because like one of the things i always do is say i'm gonna go see that in the cinema and i just never do yeah um so i will add that to the list i love that it's on disney plus that means i can just watch it from the comfort of my own home Mm -hmm. what's your recommendation so mine is a TV show that I feel like you're going to really like. It's called Trailblazers, A Rocky Mountain Road Trip. And it's on BBC iPlayer. And Ooh. it follows, it's a bit of a random group of women, but I just love the energy of it. It's Ruby Wax, who I adore, Mel B and Emily Attack, And they go oh on a road trip through the Rockies. And it's a really lovely story of like women supporting women, which we're all about. Um, so Ruby Wax has been inspired by a really famous explorer called um, Isabella Bird, who kind of explored through the mountains of the Rockies and all of these things in Victorian times. And it was very unusual for a woman to do that sort of thing then. And so they go, they kind of replicate this trip that they did. And the three of them have a really lovely dynamic. And it's lovely to watch. I learned so much. I definitely want to go and like explore the Rockies. It looks stunning. But if you're if you're looking for something that's going to like stretch your horizons a bit, make you think about things a bit differently, you enjoy finding out about women who have really like 
changed the way things are done, I would really recommend watching it. And it's really lovely as well to see the interaction between these three generations of women who have such different life experiences and have become popular in such different ways to see how they all interact and how they have those commonalities between them. Yeah, I was going to say that's a really interesting trio. I can imagine it's, yeah, the interactions between them all must be so interesting. Because like, I just and can't it... can't imagine that. I was actually talking about Mel B yesterday to Taylor, but I that sounds fascinating. Really interesting and also really cool to see Emily Attack doing it with Mel B because she's like the same age as us. So she's like, I'm traveling with a Spice Girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> And it's just really... It's lovely to see different sides of people's personalities and to see them grow as well because they all come to this journey in very different ways. Hmm. Oh, cool. Stuff like that. I'd just love to know how that came about, like how they chose those three women to be involved. I I definitely I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah. Like they don't actually really say why it's those three. Like Ruby Wax is like really into Isabella Bird and finds her fascinated and has wanted to do this for years. I don't really know why they selected Melby and Emily Attack, but it's just a really wonderful, nice show. And I really enjoyed it. I feel like I learnt loads. And they tackle some really big issues as well. Like there's a whole <clears throat> there's a whole conversation between Melby and um some young girls who live on a ranch about race and what it's like to be mixed race in particular. Mm. Um that was really interesting to kind of hear about from their perspective because they were saying how it's very different like the black american experience and of course the white american experience mm-hmm. uh, i would recommend yeah. how many episodes are there there's only three episodes so you can watch okay. it in like an afternoon okay cool definitely watching that yeah do you want to intro the topic yes so it's still january and everyone is talking about their goals and their resolutions and their intentions for the year. Um, but in case you haven't gathered from our last few episodes, we're trying to create a bit more of a conversation around other ways to think about the new year, other than just putting loads of pressure on ourselves to achieve certain things in 2023. So this week we wanted to talk a bit around appreciation and gratitude and how it's so important to just take that time to appreciate where you are and those small moments and gratitude for what you already have and the things that you've already achieved. I don't know if you'd agree, but I think having a really regular gratitude practice and making it into a habit has really improved both of our outlooks over the past couple of years and has helped us to form a bit more like resilience when things don't go to plan because Mm -hmm. you have a skill of being able to look for the positives in any situation and be genuinely grateful for it. And yes, being grateful and having that kind of um, positive mindset is a great thing to have day to day. That's brilliant. But I think at this time of year when things are dark and cold and people maybe don't have as much money and there's a lot going on in the world that feels really heavy, if you can cultivate a really positive practice Whenever you sit there, wherever you are, however you do it, whether you want to write a list, whether you want to talk about it, whatever it is, whenever you practice gratitude, I can promise you, your mood will be lifted, even if it's the tiniest, tiniest bit, because you're focusing on positivity and we just want everyone else to understand how powerful that is. 
I I couldn't agree more. I think like gratitude and practicing gratitude is really great for reflection, but also maybe it's a bit meta, but I reflect on my reflection now versus where I would have been a couple of years ago. And like when tricky things have happened over the last couple of months and I've really felt like I'm struggling, when I still take the time every single morning to practice gratitude and write down something that I'm grateful for every single day. And when I sit down on those really tough days and I still think him sitting outside in the, like the sun is shining, I can hear birds, my partner is inside and we have a great relationship. I've got a roof over my head and I can afford mm-hmm. to buy groceries. Like all of those things and it instantly makes a difference. And then I think about how I would have reacted in other challenging times, maybe three or four years ago. And I would just, I would just be falling apart. And I do think that that is the power of gratitude. Like it's so important for nourishing your own, at your own self-esteem and well-being. I think if you can practice it with someone, it's really wonderful as well, because you also get a chance to see how they've seen the world. And mm-hmm. that is one of my favorite things. Um, so about, it must've been just, maybe it was a year ago, maybe a little bit less. I started asking Alex as we were going to sleep. So we're in bed, we're about to go to sleep and I go, tell me three things you're grateful for. And to begin with, he was like, I'm literally falling asleep. Why? Like, why? I'm like, just do it. And now it's got to a point where if I haven't already asked the question, he's like, what are you grateful for today? And honestly, to drift off to sleep, having just thought about three things you are grateful for is brilliant, especially like the job he does. He's a doctor. It's some of the things he experiences in a day are just truly horrific. But I always think when I'm having a bad day, if he's been able to list some things he's grateful for, I have to be able to. And Mm. so you kind of reframe. It's not saying the negativity isn't um, like it. you shouldn't ever feel sad or upset or hurt or any of those things. It's not invalidating those emotions, but it's saying at the end of the day, there are also good things in the world. And it can be as small as like, Yesterday, I had a 20-minute break between meetings so I could go for a quick walk around the block. And I'm so mm-hmm. grateful for because it lifted my mood. I'm grateful it's sunny today. I'm grateful I had fresh coffee. I'm grateful to, you know, yesterday's version of me who did the washing up before she went to bed. Like, they don't have to be huge things. Yeah. But they can really help to adjust your mindset. I do. I, I think it's really interesting that we both, being the people that we are, have like the impact of our partners sharing those things as well because mm. obviously Alex has an incredibly challenging job and I, I it would be a disservice to me to not credit my Im- improvement in practicing gratitude in part to Taylor because he's like sat faced a lot of challenges in his life and he is probably the most positive person that I know yeah and then I is. always think like him to have like gone through these things and to still find the positives in every situation like he's definitely turned me from being more of a pessimist to actually saying okay no I this situation sucks but I really appreciate that this has happened or I've learned this from it or mm-hmm. I'm still healthy I still have people that care about me like changing that perspective and like all of those things that you were saying then like the the fresh coffee or you did the washing up last night it's those really small things that think it's so easy to get wrapped up in the next thing and the next goal and the next milestone to hit that 
really forces you to slow down and actually appreciate those moments more. Yeah, that slowing down part is interesting because I think everyone, especially people like you and I who are quite type A, who are perfectionists and set high goals and all of those things, the idea of slowing down, I've always equated equated it to like taking my foot off the gas and potentially Mm. accepting I'll achieve less. But I actually think what it's more about is slowing down in the moment. So like Mm -hmm. if you go to the gym or you go for a run or something like that and you kind of finish and you go, that's not my best ever. I didn't run as fast as I'd like. I couldn't lift as heavy. It just felt harder today. I wasn't in that mindset. A couple of years ago, I would have stayed in that place of, oh, that wasn't as good as it should have been. It wasn't the perfect workout. I didn't achieve what I wanted to. But practicing gratitude has definitely allowed me to sit in that moment in a slightly slower way and go, okay, all of that stuff is true. But also I'm just grateful I could work, I could move my body. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I still had like the perseverance when I was halfway through a set and was really struggling. Like it's entirely about that reframing. I think at this time of year when everyone's gung-ho going after the big goals for the year, to take a moment to step back and stay in the moment a little more can really help kind of aid some of that comparison that creeps in as well yeah and it's reframing those moments as well like especially if you are if you are someone who's ambitious or you have really high expectations of yourself when you're constantly striving towards the next thing you want to achieve it means you end up forgetting to celebrate what you've already accomplished Mm. and like you said like that run or whatever it is that you did might not be your best but compared to the run that you did a year ago it was probably a hundred percent better. And I think it's a a lesson in celebrating how far you've come before you jump into the next, into the next thing. Yeah, totally. Like it might not have been your best ever, but you still went. You had that dedication to yourself and that's something worth celebrating. And it's very easy to just think about the next thing, especially right now when it's cold and dark and all of that. And, you're like, oh, what is there to focus on in January? I want to think about the spring. I want to think about going on holiday later in the year. It just helps you lean into the moment a little bit more. And it's a, I think as soon as you see it as a habit to form rather than like a thing to do, it kind of mm-hmm. is a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy because I'm now so grateful for my gratitude practice and that habit that we've built up that I look forward to it. Like when I get into bed, I look forward to being like, okay, what are you grateful for today? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think because it's a habit, it, it comes back to you in other ways. Mm -hmm. Like if you're obviously a lot of things are really challenging right now, um, especially when it comes to the cost of living crisis and it might not feel like you have a lot to be grateful for. But I also think, practicing gratitude and being even if it's like just grateful that I made it through 2022 I'm grateful I I made it through the pandemic and I have these people in my life that I love and I have this warm cup of tea in my hand like whatever it might be I think practicing gratitude is is something that you can aim for and focus and do now will make such an impact on your mindset that it will impact your future as well Mm -hmm. I think I really agree I think that's the thing that you don't realize the power it has until you've been doing it long enough to see the change in your like future attitude. I think it's when other people notice it as well. I was talking yeah. to a friend last night and 
she said I love how you can always see the positive and like find something to be grateful for in a situation and I hadn't even realized that's what I was doing in the voice note I'd sent her because I've been saying oh it's been a rough couple of weeks but this has happened and I feel like a bit better about this and that um and when she said that I was like oh it's so funny that she said that knowing that we were going to have this conversation this morning because I hadn't noticed because it had become such an ingrained habit Mm -hmm. that you don't actively have to flex that muscle anymore to go okay I'm going to see the positives and I think it also really helps when there is a lot going on in the world and you are really aware that you are in a really privileged position for so many reasons like we're two middle-class white women who still have a roof over their heads we have stable jobs like there's so much in our life like we have so much privilege and then when you see everyone around you not having as much or struggling there's definitely like a privilege guilt that comes into play. Mm-hmm. And I see the, I, the way I see it is that you can either sit in that guilt and go, oh God, like I feel a bit guilty. Or you can go, I've got this privilege. I'm going to use it and try and like lean into it and go, okay, cool. How can I focus on the good and then do something for other people as well, rather than sitting into a mindset of, oh, I should shrink myself because I feel guilty. Does that make sense that you flip it going from Mm -hmm. like a really negative energy of like a negative emotion of guilt into something about like empowerment and going, okay, cool. How can I raise everyone else up around me? And I think gratitude and appreciation really helps you to do that because you, you're not taking anything for granted. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. And I think this is a whole conversation around privilege, but I, I read this article recently from a, I think it's a money account I follow, but it was basically saying like people get really offended when you call them privileged, but it's not, it's not intended to be offensive. The thing about privilege is that you need to recognize that you have it and what you can do with it. Like it's, it's not about like attacking someone Oh, you're privileged. It's just acknowledging that you have a set of circumstances that puts you ahead. So if you can just, gratitude and appreciate that okay I have this situation like my steps like my situation in life is this I appreciate this and I'm so grateful for this how can I use this to support friends and families how can I use this to talk about something that raises awareness how can I use this to be an ally and I think a lot of it links back to the conversation we were having before Christmas about abundance and seeing wealth as more than just a monetary value like I have privilege and a lot of that is tied up in my healthy body my good mm-hmm. mental health the strong friendships I have the supportive family that I have I'm able to travel like all of these things that are part of that make my life feel wealthy even if I don't have very much money I feel like I have that wealth how can I use that mm-hmm. to to benefit other people and in other ways we should definitely have a conversation at some point about allyship because I don't feel like we've really discussed it a lot in here. And I think it's one that'd mm. be really helpful for a lot of people, but I think it's a really important one for us to have as two like mm-hmm. straight, able-bodied white women who are middle-class, et cetera, et cetera. Um, like literally there is so much privilege that we, like the list is so long, but I think, um, I think it's a really important part about gratitude is saying, yeah, I have those things, but I am grateful for them. I do acknowledge mm-hmm. what they give me. I acknowledge like their influence. 
And I think as soon as you start to think like that, I would never see being called privilege as an insult. I think it's really interesting what you were saying there. But I wonder if that's because, and I don't know if you feel the same, but I wonder if it's because we have that appreciation and gratitude that you can almost remove some of the emotion from something like that because you gratitude lets you see things a bit more clearly oh yeah I mean I do feel like the people that get offended by being called privileged are the ones who do have that underlying guilt that they've not fully addressed and I yeah feel like I mean I'm not in any way saying that either of us are perfect at this no but I think gratitude has come a long way in helping me recognize what I do have and how I can use it and also I I just feel like it does such wonders for your mindset not just for you personally but in all of these other areas as well where we're talking about wealth where we're talking about privilege where we're talking about what else we can do for people Mm. I think it the thing I always think when I think about gratitude is that the more you practice it, the more you stick with it, the more incredible it is. And I would really urge anyone who's thinking, My, things are going pretty shit right now. I've I've got nothing to be grateful for. Please spend a few moments thinking about that because a few months ago, I lost someone close to me and it was a horrific day. It was horrible. Like, there was so much about that day that was horrible. And at the end of the day, I got into bed and I said to Alex, okay, what are you grateful for today? He kind of looked at me a bit like, are you for real right now? Because <laughs> he'd known how horrible the day had been. Mm-hmm. And I listed more things I was grateful for that day than I had in a long time. And it wasn't, I'm alive, all of that. It was, I'm so grateful for the people around me. I'm so grateful that I had a car so I could drive to see my family. Like, and I'm, I was so grateful to myself because for all of those months before when I'd practiced it, I'd kind of just been practicing it because in the moment it made me feel good. But what it actually did was in that moment when I was like, well, this is horrific, I had like this little toolkit of resilience and I was able to find so many more things. And don't get me wrong, I still went to bed that night heartbroken, but I went to bed heartbroken and grateful. And I mm-hmm. think as soon as you understand that those two things can coexist and you're like, you don't go and work out today to look good today. You work out today to be strong and healthy for the future. That's what gratitude does for your mind. And since that day, however many months ago, we've not missed a day of practicing gratitude because I think if anything, it highlighted to us both how important it was because on the days that are good, it's easy, but on the days where it's bad, it makes the most difference. I totally agree and that's you saying that has reminded me that I was listening to a podcast in the gym yesterday and it was talking about having breakthrough and it was saying how it is easier to have a breakthrough when things like you might not it sounds counterintuitive but when things are really bad and really tough it is easier to have a breakthrough then because you can appreciate how much you have but also how much you want to change and that creates such discipline and motivation more so than when things are easy and yeah. I think that that's just such a key part of it and there's a I don't know who says this quote so I can't take credit but 
it's like be grateful for what you have while you work towards what you want yes I know it says work and that implies it's like towards a goal kind of thing but I think you can put it towards a lot of things that you can you can be grateful for everything you still have even if you are still trying to make changes completely and I think being grateful to your past self is so important for your own sense of self-worth and it I wish it hadn't taken horrible things happening for me to be grateful to my past self to have that practice of gratitude mm-hmm. but in seeing that and the reason I like to tell that story because I feel like maybe I overshared although do we ever not overshare on the podcast um what we're here for exactly um we love an oversharing but it's it's because actually in that moment not only did I have all the benefits of gratitude but I also was like oh god like it improved my self-esteem and my own self-perception of myself because it's exactly that it was a breakthrough when I least expected it yeah yeah and it was that sense of ah nice work girl like keep going and that's so powerful yeah absolutely I just I think it just ties into so many areas like resilience healthy habits reframing like your own personal well-being your self-esteem there's so many things that it links to that it's almost silly to not start integrating it into your life more because you like you said you don't go to the gym today to look fitter today or whatever yeah but in the same way you don't know how it's going to benefit you in the future but what's the harm in trying like there's nothing there's nothing negative about practicing gratitude or appreciation because it's not Mm -hmm. going to bring you any negatives so you might as well give it a try make it part of your daily routine and see how it changes things in the future I want to share as well one thing that is like something I keep in my head a lot it's actually a song from the Amazons from that album they released last year it's called I'm Not Ready it's a great album as a side note would ten out of ten recommend the album, but there's a song on it called "I'm Not Ready" and the like the what is it? Not the chorus, the bridge, the bit before, but it mm. says "Life is cruel, but not right now." And when I heard that, I was like, "That is the epitome of staying in the moment, right? It's acknowledging mm-hmm. life is cruel, but in this moment, I can find something." And I found myself coming back to it and like singing it to myself in my head so often. And like, I love that. When moments, like when you have a really beautiful moment, it's like, oh, life is cruel, but not right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. I mean, I would 10 out of 10 recommend the album. I love it. But I'm going to go listen to that album now because I've not like, heard it. It's a bit that line in that song. I was just like, it has stuck with me for months. And I listen to a lot of music. <laughs> okay. I'm listening to that. I love that. So like that's a really good note to wrap up on. Yeah, I agree. I feel really positive and like, yeah, I don't know. My cup feels full after that conversation. Yeah. And I hope it's made some of you feel the same or maybe, maybe you've started thinking about including gratitude in your day-to-day life if you don't already. And as always, we would love to hear your thoughts on this topic or any other topic that you'd like us to cover in the future. If we ever mention something in one of these episodes and you think, oh, I'd love to hear you talk about that more, please do let us know because that's really, really useful to us. Oh, yeah, totally. We want to give you guys a podcast that ultimately you enjoy and is helpful for you as well. So 
if you have any ideas anything please get in touch all the details are in the show notes we will be back next wednesday with another episode so hit subscribe so you don't miss that and we will speak to you then but in the meantime stay safe stay safe oh my gosh my words stay safe and practice gratitude (laughs) bye bye Bye.